everyone. Welcome to Cooking in Convos, the podcast to help you find more ease in the kitchen so you can prepare delicious meals quickly without a lot of hassle. I know everyone is super busy and you don't have the time for complicated recipes with tons of ingredients. And if this is you, you've come to the right place. I'll share super easy recipes for super yummy meals, which won't have you standing in the kitchen for long. I'll share some time-saving tips as well that will help you along the way. I'll also get into some interesting conversations with folks who know a thing or two about food. It's going to be fun. So step into my kitchen to cook and connect on Cooking and Convos. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's nice to be back. I took the summer off and really enjoyed myself. I did a little traveling, spent some time with family and friends, and just had a very restful break. I'm sure you were wondering if I'd come back, but how could I not? I still have tons of recipes and convos to share and couldn't wait to get started again. My first recipe upon my return is going to be super simple for everyone, and it's one I know most of you will love. Chocolate chip cookies. Who doesn't love a good chocolate chip cookie? I know I do. I'll admit something. I've been making chocolate chip cookies weekly for the past 20 plus years. I know that sounds wacky, but my kids have always loved hot chocolate chip cookies at the end of their day. And how could I resist treating them once they did their homework and ate all of their dinner? Now that they're out of the house, my husband still wants to have them every night. I don't make them every night, but pretty much every other night. What I do is typically make a big batch of dough at the top of the week, and then I prep the dough into balls that I then freeze. I typically have about a dozen cookie balls in my freezer on any given day, but it makes it so convenient to just preheat the oven, then drop a few cookie balls onto the sheet and into the oven they go for 12 minutes. And voila, they're done. Makes it so nice and simple and mess-free, which I always love. Now I've been adjusting this recipe slightly over the years, and I think I found the perfect combination that yields the qualities that I love in a chocolate chip cookie. I personally love them chewy, but crispy on the outside, and I also like a little height to them as well. I'm not really fond of the large, flat chocolate chip cookie, as I find them just a little boring, and to me, I like them a little richer. I like a little bang for my bite, if that makes any sense. And with a cold glass of milk, nothing beats it. Now, I know they're not the healthiest things to eat, but if you're going to just have one or two, and that's all I have at the most is two, what's the harm? Plus, you need to enjoy your life a little, don't you think? And so for me, part of enjoying my life is having some chocolate chip cookies. Okay, so here we go with the recipe, which will also be in the show notes. You'll need three quarters of a cup of butter, softened, which comes out to be one and a half sticks of butter. Sometimes when I want my butter to soften more quickly, I'll put the sticks of butter on a towel and then place it on top of the dryer when I'm drying clothes. I know that sounds kind of kooky, but it works. This doesn't melt the butter, but it softens it nicely. I personally don't like using melted butter in my recipe because it tends to make the cookies flatter than I'd like, so I just stick with softened butter. You'll also need a quarter cup of shortening. Now, shortening helps make cookies a bit more crispy. I know shortening is rather horrible for you, but it really does add to the height of the cookie, which I just simply love. So that's why I add in just a little bit of shortening. I know a lot of people just stick with only butter. And when you do that, the cookie tends to be a little flatter, which I'm not fond of. You'll also need a half a cup of sugar, 
3 quarters cup of brown sugar, 2 teaspoons of vanilla, 1 egg. Now, I have been making this recipe for so long with two eggs, and I've always never loved that they were a little bit cakey. Now, I'm getting into the weeds now with cakey, crispy, chewy, but when you just use one egg, it makes the cookie a lot chewier, and it really brings down that cake factor, which I just never was fond of in the first place. You'll also need one and three quarters cup of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of baking soda, You'll want to combine your flour, salt, and baking soda together in a separate bowl and place it aside. Then lastly, one and a quarter cups of chocolate chips. I like to use dark chocolate chips because to me, it gives a much richer flavor in the cookie than milk chocolate chips or even semi-sweet chocolate chips. And plus, I've always been more fond of dark chocolate anyway, so for me, I think it tastes better. So now you have all your ingredients on the counter. You'll blend the butter and shortening using a mixer. I like to use a stand mixer. It's just so much easier. If you don't have one, then a hand mixer will certainly do. Once your butter and shortening are blended, then slowly add in your sugar, then brown sugar. Then after that, you can add in your vanilla, then your egg. Now slowly add in your combined bowl of flour, salt, and baking soda. Once everything is mixed together, you can stir in your chocolate chips. The fun thing about this recipe is you can add anything in that you like, whether it's oatmeal, nuts, or raisins even. I sometimes add pecans just to give the cookie a little more depth. Or if I want a fun, crispy crunch inside the cookie, I'll add in Rice Krispies, about a half a cup. But that's only when I want to kick the cookies up a notch and want a little bit more zing. But most of the time, I just use the basic recipe I'm sharing today. But it's totally up to you if you'd like to add in a little something extra. But try to keep the little something extra to about a half a cup. Okay, once everything is mixed thoroughly, I then shape the batter into small balls, about one and a half tablespoons worth. You can also buy a cookie scoop to help you out. And a number 40 cookie scoop should do the trick for you, since that equals about one and a half tablespoons. The cookies won't be too big, but they also won't be too small. Now, once the cookies are dropped onto a lined baking sheet, make sure to use parchment paper to line your cookie sheet, place them in the fridge for about an hour to chill. Then, after that, you can take all of the cookie balls and place them into a large zipped storage bag and place them in the freezer so you can pull a few cookie balls out whenever you want to bake some warm cookies. How easy is that? I just love this way of making cookies. It's just so convenient all the way around, and kids will definitely love it too. Now, when it's time to make the cookies, just drop the balls onto a lined cookie sheet in a 375 degree preheated oven for 12 minutes. Depending on your oven, you may need to bake them a little bit longer. It kind of depends on your particular oven, but typically 12 minutes is a sweet spot, I think, for the length of time they need to bake. It takes a little bit of work at the top of making your cookie dough when you have to roll them into balls and chilling them for an hour, then pulling them back out, then putting them back into a sealed bag. But it really saves so much time down the road. And when you're working and have young kids and just have so much to do at the end of your day, then you can just easily pull them out, drop them, and into the oven they go. So the work you do ahead of time will really save you a ton of time when you're all done with dinner and you don't want any more mess. So that's it guys for a very simple chocolate chip cookie recipe that I hope you enjoy. Let me know how they turn out. 
if you'd like to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Cooking and Convos Podcast. I'll have a great new episode for you in a couple of weeks. I've interviewed my daughter-in-law, who's Japanese, and who has lived in Japan all of her life, and still does. I wanted to find out more about her cooking life, and also what was typically served when she was growing up. She shares a fun, quick little recipe, and we just have a great conversation overall. I think you're really going to like her. Then, after that episode, I'm planning on a lot of fun conversations and fun recipes. I'll share yummy fish tacos and a great recipe for these Korean-style meatballs I now make. Oh, I just love them. And I know you'll love them too. I'm also going to have one full show dedicated to cleaning out your kitchen so you can start fresh for the upcoming holidays. Going to be some fun episodes ahead and fun convos coming up this season. I hope you stick around and thanks so much for listening. Now get in the kitchen and cook something good. Talk to you soon.